0: Off the Ball Daily, a home for your favorite podcasts from Off the Ball, the Performance Rankings, You Had to Be There, Crappy Quiz, and a slight tangent. It's incredibly useful, and why not do it just because you think it's agricultural? Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now.
1: Hello, and welcome to Wednesday's football daily. I'm Phil Egan, and we'll start with news from the FAI. John O'Shea has joined Stephen Kenny's backroom team with the Republic of Ireland. O'Shea, who won 118 caps for Ireland will take up the role as an assistant coach, which has been held by Damien Duff, Anthony Barry and John Eustace over the last three years. The Waterford native has been part of the under-21 backroom team under Jim Crawford since April 2020. The 41-year-old currently works for Stoke as a first-team coach. He'll link up with the Ireland squad next month for the start of the European qualifiers. Ireland played Latvia in a friendly on the 22nd of March before France come to Dublin on the 27th for that opening qualifier. The Republic of Ireland women's team are taking on China in their first game of the new year, a year that's all geared up towards the World Cup this summer. The Power squad have been training in Marbella for the last week and a half. China are ranked 14th in the world and are the reigning Asian Cup champions. Aoife Mannion and Deborah Andela Harper had the debuts. Both were included in the starting 11, also a start for teenager Abby Larkin. Now of Shamrock Rovers after her move from champion Shelburne. The other new face in the squad, Marissa Shiva, was named on the bench. That game kicked off at one o'clock. If you cast your mind back to the night, Ireland secured their place at a first ever World Cup with the 1-0 win against Scotland in October. There was a chance that a win mightn't have been good enough to qualify automatically Instead, there was a playoff tournament in New Zealand. Thankfully, we were guaranteed a place in the World Cup. It was Portugal that had to make the long trip to New Zealand, and it was worth it because they qualified for a first World Cup earlier on today with a 2-1 win over Cameroon. Haiti also beat Chile 2-1 to qualify for their first World Cup. So Portugal will be in Group E with defending champions USA, Vietnam and the Netherlands. Haiti will be in Group D with European champions England, Denmark and China. Now, Vera did a press conference yesterday and admitted she has concerns over the possibility that Saudi Arabia will be a major sponsor of the tournament in Australia and New Zealand this summer. Three weeks ago, news broke that tourism board visits Saudi. It sparked a major backlash with several players and coaches voicing their unease at the development due to the country's women's rights record. Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp says his side can't allow last night's defeat to Real Madrid to affect their confidence for the rest of the season, it's hard to know what impact the 5-2 loss at home to Real will have after a reality check in the first leg of their Champions League last 16 tie. It all started pretty well. Stunning goal from Darwin Nunes and Liverpool were in dreamland when Mo Salah was gifted the second. So 2-0 up after 15 minutes, but Vinicius Junior scored twice before half-time our Militao made it 3-2 just after the break, and Karim Benzema scored twice for the holders. First time in Liverpool's history, they've conceded five goals at Anfield in a European game. Liverpool are leaking goals on a regular basis now. Fifth time in 13 games in all competitions since the World Cup. Liverpool have conceded three goals or more. Jurgen Klopp says there's plenty to take from the game, though.
0: And I said that a couple of times, a defeat is a defeat if you don't learn from it. So, And if you don't learn tonight that the start of the game was outstanding and the, the way we played, that was us in a nutshell, that was us like we want to be. Um, and that's what we have to keep doing. So if we now allow this one game uh, to be influential, well, we are really silly. Um, and we have a few days uh, where we'll make sure that, we, that we, we, we take the right things out of this game. Yes, we have to improve. Third goal massively, first goal massively, but we have to take the good things as well. That would be horrible if we don't do that. The effort we showed, the football we played, uh, um, yeah, pretty much everything was was like we want to see ourselves, and um, so we have to make sure that we keep that. I know five-two could be damaging, but I hope I can make sure that that's not happening
1: Former Ireland international Kenny Cunningham was in the off the ball studio last night for the game he said individual errors continue to cost Liverpool this season The basic principle still applied even the higher that you went you know just do the basics even at the highest level it used to cost you you know what I mean just switching off you know a runner having an extra touch to, you know going to ground when you should have in your feet you know, going tight to a play when you should have dropped into this. All the all the basic, the fundamentals. Yeah. Of kind of defending that your talk growing up still apply, even when you're playing at the elite level. And we've spoken about a few of them tonight in relation to a couple of goals Liverpool have conceded. So you're right, actually, in terms of Liverpool's kind of collective defensive structure. I actually, things stood up quite well, particularly first half, um, which was great to see. But within that, you know, just individual errors. And I'm not talking about. I know, I know there was an error from. Alison, a big error in relation to the second goal, but the other goals, just, just small little errors like decision making, positional sense, you know, have just cost them. This team has been absolutely ruthless. Last night also was a chance for Liverpool fans to vent their anger towards UEFA. They booed the Champions League anthem ahead of the game. It was a repeat of last season's final in Paris. Last week, an independent report put the blame for the scenes last May at UEFA's door. UEFA Liars was one of the banners in the COP. The final was delayed. Because there were so many fans outside the Stade de France. BT also apologised on air last night for their actions around the final. They were hugely regretful that they were reading out those statements made by UEFA that was on the screens around the stadium. BT said last night it was a completely false narrative and that they regretted some of the reporting around the game. Napoli, like Real Madrid, should be in the draw for the quarterfinals. The Serie A leaders won 2-0 away to 10-man Eintracht Frankfurt. Victor Ossiman scored his 20th goal of the season. Just a few minutes after, kavisha Kavaratskelia saw his penalty saved, but the Georgian winger more than made up for it with the role he played in setting up the second goal for Giovanni Di Lorenzo in the second half at that stage Frankfurt were down at the 10 men top scorer Colin Moani, was sent off a straight red so he obviously won't be available for the second leg those return legs will be played on the 15th of March more last 16 action tonight Manchester City are away to Orby Leipzig for the first leg no Kevin De Bruna or Aymeric Laporte for City due to illness John Stones also misses out he's still recovering from a thigh injury City have dominated the Premier League since Pep Guardiola took over but no Champions League yet they've the final they got to the semi-finals last season Guardiola takes the pressure of City winning a European title with a pinch of salt though
0: everyone put the perspective that uh, everything is a disaster if you don't win some some prizes but I don't know if everyone put this per- highest perspective for themselves <laughs> I mean I don't want to put this perspective in themselves because I'm blessed to be here I and mean, I never thought when I arrive every t- year I have to we have to win every year the Premier League or every year I have to win this Three for Champions League you are, except you are Madrid <laughs> the rest cannot do it so it's just to to try to what we have done because we last two seasons we are being really close and we have played really really good games really once and try to do it again
1: Christopher and Kunk is a day for Leipzig the France Ford missed the World Cup he's only just back from an ankle injury 17 goals in all competitions this season and manager Marco Rosa will know all about Erling Haaland having worked with City's top scorer at Borussia Dortmund. Tonight's other tie sees Inter Milan entertain Porto, two former winners of the competition. Jose Mourinho was the manager of both when they last won the Champions League. 2010 with Inter, 2004 when Porto won it. Both games kick off at 8 o'clock. Newcastle manager Eddie Howe says whoever starts in goal this weekend will be ready Nick Pope suspended for the League Cup final against Manchester United at Wembley when Martin Dubrovka's cup tied that means it's either Loris Karius or Mark Gillespie in goal Howe was asked if he'd have concerns about Karius playing in a final five years on from his horror show for Liverpool in the Champions League decider against Real Madrid I've never really discussed that at any length with him I think um We've all got stuff that's happened in our careers and our histories um, that you you learn from. And I think he's no different in that respect. So, um, as I said, since day one, since he's come here, he started where he hadn't had a lot of uh, work before joining us. He's trained with our goalkeeper coaches um, in a really, really good way. And I think his general performances at training have improved. Um, as he spent more time with us. And I think he's in a a good place and I think he's ready to play. And we'll finish with last night's championship action. Burnley extended their lead at the top to 12 points. That despite conceding a late goal to draw one all away to Millwall. Fellow promotion hopefuls Blackburn returned to the playoff places with a one nil win at home to Blackpool. Sunderland dropped out of the top six. They were beaten 2-1 by Rotherham. Norwich won 3-1 against Birmingham. And Stoke were also 3-1 winners against Swansea. That's it for today's Football Daily. As always, you can subscribe to the OTB Football Podcast feed to hear the best football analysis, interviews and stories from off the ball.